Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. On today's episode, we continue with our series of conversations on redefining discipleship and lifestyle learning. Today, I encourage you to let the conditioning begin really being conditioned for what we're in now and what we're going to need to walk through later. We've got to get ourselves really in top shape. We don't want things to just remain our positional truths and positional inheritance. We want to start really living in the condition that matches our position in Christ. So come on, let's let God condition us and get us ready. Hope you enjoy today's episode and that it causes you to go deeper with him and to connect more with me. Hey everybody, great to be together today. As we bring to a close these series of conversations that we're having on redefining discipleship and this lifestyle of learning that we are all in. And whose style are we learning? We're learning the style of our Father. Now, how many of you know that we went through a lot of conditioning in our old lives, uh, according to sin, according to flesh, that we were conditioned over and over and over again to believe certain things? So I oftentimes say to people, you know, stupid didn't visit me once. The lie didn't visit me once. It came again and again and again. And so, of course, it would be ridiculous to think that we're going to hear one sermon, have one Bible study, and suddenly we're just going to have our minds renewed and everything's going to be fine. No, what we're in, my friends, is true, true conditioning of coming into that culture, coming into that lifestyle of our Father the lifestyle of the Son, living in the atmosphere and the power and presence of Holy Spirit, into that deep cultivated fellowship with them, where we begin to be properly and in the healthiest way possible to be conditioned to their love and what it is to live in an atmosphere of being loved unconditionally, having been made acceptable, living in an atmosphere of security, where there's no threat that if you don't do right, you're going to lose everything. You see, we're living in the inheritance that Christ has made possible for us. We are those who are his beneficiaries, if you will. We are those who are now embracing this way of life, that we are like them. And this is now our way of life. And so I was just looking up this definition of con- of conditioning. It's called the process of training or accustoming a person or animal. But let's just stay with the person, okay? <laughs> the process of training or accustoming a person to behave in a certain way or to accept certain circumstances. So let's just kind of sift that uh, definition out. And let's just realize that we are now in the process of child rearing, of training, of developing, of maturing into the very lifestyle of our Father, 
and that we begin to think differently even about circumstances and the way that our whole attitude is towards the things that we're walking in, the things that we may be um, required to endure if we're going to actually finish our course and we want to um, you know, stop being people who are just always looking for a rescue. Part of this lifestyle learning is that we begin to really learn that enduring is a part of what brings that deep conditioning down, down deep inside. You know, I've been lately just saying to the Lord again and again, just harness me. You know, because I can trust him, and I want to encourage you to trust him. You can trust him that he's not going to harness me like some workhorse. You know, he's going to harness me like in the yoke of Song of Solomon uh, 2.6, where it says he puts his left hand on my neck and his right hand on my back. <laughs> and together, uh, we are in a uh, eye-to-eye, face-to-face, heart-to-heart dance, if you will, a very powerful, stout, producing <laughs> dance of this oneness. And so in that, I'm not running off. I'm not saying make it easier. And I'm not really even saying, hey, just make me stronger. I'm saying, hey, make me more like you. I want not to have this in theory. I don't want to have this positionally. I want this to be my actual condition. So have you heard this before? You know, there's a difference between position and condition. Position is that which is actually mine in Christ, but am I living in that condition? Are my position and condition congruent? Are they becoming more and more and more the same? Or do I go around spouting off a bunch of things I have positionally, but I don't allow myself to be conditioned? I'm not in the conditioning of living that way so that I've been asking God more and more lately. You know, I want you to uh, make me alert and sober so that in certain circumstances, that I literally realized that if I were to ditch out, cry out for a rescue, that I would literally stunt my own growth um, because I'm not allowing now circumstances that I once dreaded, circumstances that I feel inadequate to face, all those kind of things. Now I just say, okay, Father, let's just walk it through together. I won't run. I'll stay. I'll abide because that's our lifestyle. And then he'll walk me through it And now, in a total atmosphere of being loved, total atmosphere that my performance or lack thereof does not change who I am, I stay with him and he literally is conditioning me deep down inside. The spiritual muscles of the new man are actually getting worked out in everyday life. So, like recently, I, you know, was on a um, two-week assignment uh, in Europe. And so I actually flew on those planes and wore those masks and passed through passport checks and presented my legal exemption status documents and did everything according, uh, you know, to righteousness as best I knew. And guess what? God granted favor and we moved in and I moved through that. And I was, um, um, during that time, I was actually traveling with a couple that were overseeing the school that I was teaching at there in, in, in Europe. 
and I was watching them very, very carefully to learn from those who have gone before me, you know, what I call the stealth bombers in the body of Christ. Man, these are people that just kind of fly in. Nobody can hear them. Nobody may know them, but boom, man, they they know how to land it. They know how to walk through this. Why? Because they've been doing this for years. And so I was watching them very carefully as how they graciously and respectfully would approach Border Patrol and to be able to just just watch how they... Uh, when it was necessary, they uh, stood in that favor, and they, they, they exercised that favor. And, uh, you know, there would have been no shame in us being turned back at the border when we were entering the European Union uh, in Amsterdam. There would have been no shame to us if they had said no, and we're going to put you on a plane and send you back home. Uh, I'm coming to understand that maybe, potentially, the shame might be in us never trying and everybody getting more apathetic and acclimating to no movement more and more, rather than let's live in the intelligent risk of I'm going to follow the will of God and I'm going to know that that involves risk and I'm going to step out and I'm going to let God condition me and get me ready. So while I was watching them, uh, Wynn had encouraged me, of course, watch carefully all that because here in just... Uh, three weeks, I'm headed back in for a five-week assignment, and I'm headed other places. And so when it told me, now watch, because the next time you go, you'll be on your own, and you need to learn. And so that was true. I, I, I did that. And I was so grateful for when and God making me, when is my husband, making me more sober, more alert. And then while I was moving through it, I realized, I think this might be for many months and years ahead that I'm going to need to learn and get conditioned right now for having to be able to move into places that are not safe, into places that are not um, to the naked eye or not even open. And I suddenly realized in that sober alert state of learning for now and in the very near future that for maybe even the consistent future ahead, these were going to be muscles inside of me that were going to have to get worked out right now um, on a smaller scale because there's a larger scale coming. So I want to encourage you today, just in these few minutes that we've spent together, we got to make this learning real. This is learning that becomes our lifestyle. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. This is not big head knowledge. This is not because we're Bible scholars. This is not because we're just trying to, you know, impress others or we hate the thought of losing an argument. It's not any of that. That can't be our, our motivation. Our motivation is I'm moving with my father. If he tells me to stay, I stay. If he tells me to go, I go. And let me tell you, it takes different development and conditioning of muscles, of stamina, of depth, of getting um, acclimated to different altitudes. Listen, if we're going to be, quote, leaders, which means we're going to blaze trails for others to follow, um, that there's got to be a deep conditioning that goes on inside right now. Right now, my friends, we're in real time. Uh, engagement. We're in real-time obedience, real-time conditioning to get ready. We're not animals, my friends. We're sons. 
So this isn't um, where you're just being trained like a, you know, a, a domesticated animal. This is you are being literally trained just like Jesus was. And he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. That means the things that he endured. He did not look for a way out. He was looking for the way through with his father. And over all of those years of his life, he was being conditioned again and again and again. And we want to live that same way. And we are those who are in real-time engagement for the real things that God is getting us ready for. Our real assignments. Now is the time. We've got to own it. And we've got to have that attitude so that when we're going in that we accept that certain circumstances are there to school us. Now I understand we have to also be ready to know how to deeply discern. And this morning when I was in my uh, just my thinking time with God. You know, he reminded me that the food that I eat is what gets me ready to be able to discern. Uh, that's Hebrews 5, 13 and 14. So it was time to get up to the table. And he's, he's sobering me. He's getting me ready. He's telling me things. And that I'm going to need to walk through things. And and uh, it might be this time I go alone, and then it might be so that later I'll know how to take others in and be able to pass that on to others. So these are very, very pivotal times. And uh, they're days of great glory and days of great trouble, what I call the duality of days. And we are being cross-trained. We are being trained on so many different levels in so many different ways. Don't spend your time, my friends, complaining about, I didn't say you have to be happy about every circumstance, but I really hope that you will be one who begins to take the conditioning of the Father, that you begin to understand that as sons that we are being literally conditioned right now to be able to accept that certain circumstances are just part of our way of going forward with Him. It's a part of our way of life, okay? So I said this was the last of these conversations, but I don't know. I don't know. I might, I might continue this for a while. I might not because there is so much to pass on. Uh, and it's important who you receive encouragement from, who you're receiving uh, instruction from and correction. Because remember, all of those things Timothy tells us in the scripture, all of these things were to fit us for every good work. And my friends, there is a lot of work going on right now and a lot of work ahead. And we don't want to be those that shy away from it. We are sons, and I tell you, we've got a lot of responsibility, and we need to get on with it. Okay? So I'm hoping that today that this deposit of lifestyle learning and redefining discipleship here on Tent Talk Podcast, I hope that it's encouraged you in a very real and meaningful way. Okay? So until next time, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.